Holy crap. This is the Football is Life podcast. Uh, Dad is not here. Uh, Eric is not here. He got held up a little bit. So he gave uh, permission for me to do this uh, by myself. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I'm not by myself. Drake is here. Yeah, oh. I'm not. Uh, I'm not DeYoung. I'm not Zach. As much as uh, yep, there was rumors in the chat that DeYoung was going to make an, a, an appearance. Hashtag uh, fake news. Am I right, Drake? Yeah, seriously, get out of here with that crap. Because me and you, you know, politics and stuff. Yeah, it only took us about 35 minutes to figure out how to turn on the computer. Yep. So that's pretty good. And it was your technology problem this time. Typically, it's yeah, me, but I it know. was you. It's it's incredible. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if anybody will listen to this, but, I mean, I mean, who, who doesn't want to listen to a bunch of local bros, you know? I may have forgot to hit record. We'll find out when Eric yells at us. Well, let's <laughs> there, see. There's a record <laughs> button. Is it on or is it off? Eh, we'll find out. <laughs> what do you mean we'll find out? Is it on or is it off? I'm pretty sure I hit it. What do you mean you're pretty sure you hit it? It's pretty clear if it's on or not. Yep. Okay, okay. All right. Good luck. The button is definitely there. Eric will just have about four (laughs) hours of editing, so that'll be fine. It's a good experience for him. All right. He's got nothing else going on. It's fine. He hasn't got much going on. He's got no kids yet or anything, right? Nah. Ah, It's good for him. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of lives, you know, uh, I called you a little while ago and woke you up from a little uh, sleepy sleep, a little nap. Huh? Who doesn't love a midday nap? Yeah. You get done with work early, you take a nap. That's what you, what you do. Well, people without kids, that's what they do. That's exactly <laughs> what they do. You're uh, jealous. Uh, yeah, I am. All right. Should we get talking about trades? Let's get down to business. All right. First trade. There's three trades we're going to go over today. First yep. trade was between myself and Clay. I'll break it down. Then you can react, Drake. I received Zach Moss. And fifteen dollars a fab, and he received is it KJ? Yeah, KJ Osborne, and my twenty twenty two second round pick. What do you think, Drake? So, do you like Zach Moss or do you hate KJ Osborne? Uh, neither, neither. <laughs> so, so quick, or, like basically, my yeah. team is a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. Uh, there, yes, there's no no getting around that. Um, it is factual. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm just kind of looking for any running backs I can scoop up. And Zach Moss has been solid this year. I can't really say I like him, but he's been solid. He's been falling in the end zone. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. He's had three so, games in a row scoring over 10 points. Yeah. I'll give you that. So, and I mean, I have plenty of wide receivers, so I kind of like K.J. Osborne. Um, you know, I th- looks pretty talented. It's an offense that throws a ton, but um, I don't really need him. So, and Zach Moss is somebody that I will need to start every week. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 fair. I, I just think, you know, especially selling to Clay, you, you might have been able to get more than, you know, just K.J. Osborne because I think K Osborne – is and I I would have traded probably, you know, Zach. I would have tried to get a little bit more from KJ Osborne just because he's been popping right now, and who knows how long Thielen's going to be left in town. 
So I was just kind of surprised that you kind of, it seems like you kind of bought up on Zach Moss in my opinion. But Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Oh um, yeah. I mean, he's been playing well this season. So, I mean, I, and running backs are at such a premium in our league. So it's, it's, it's okay. I think it might've been a little bit of a, of an overpay, but that's fine. Yeah. My team has been a mixture of, I mean, it was a bad team to start with. It wasn't great. Yes. And then injuries have just like, just kicked me right in the nuts, you know, right in the sure. little lickles. So yeah. it's just, it's not good times. Not good times yeah. with, for my team in the FIL league. So, yeah. All right. A little bit of an overpay. Fine, fine. But All right. not terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's I'll fair. That one. All right. Here's one between Bulkama and DeYoung. Bulkama gets Denzel Mims. And DeYoung gets a 2024 second round pick. <sighs> Drake, Sorry, what do you John, think? Because Denzel I, Mims has oh, man. was a ton of yeah, I don't care. Uh, had a ton of hype, <laughs> ton of hype coming out of his draft. But ever since like the new regime and Zach Moss, or not Zach Moss, good lord, still in my mind. Zach Wilson has been there. They just haven't used Mims like at all. Has he gotten hurt this year? Uh, let's see. I don't think he has. No. Okay, no, he's he just hasn't. had one target on the season. Ouch. Yeah, like, I can understand, like, I wasn't a big fan of him going into last year, uh, just because, you know, they're like, he's a freak athlete, he's super talented and, you know, athletically, but he has a lot of work to do. I just didn't see the Jets being the team to progress him to where he could be a workable receiver. You know, if he went to, like, the Steelers or somebody, a good organization who could work throughout, the, you know, work through a receiver's problems, I could see him being pretty useful, but I didn't see see much value to him at the Jets. And so, like, a 2024 second is really far away, uh, and who knows if the league will reset by then? I don't know. Uh, who knows if Denzel Mims might show up? I just see this as a, you know trading pieces of that aren't very important in the long run. So I don't really care. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't, I don't really care either. Like it's fine. I think for both sides it's fine. So like I remember in this draft Drake that like I so badly wanted to see Denzel Mims go to the Packers. Like, Oh, I just, that would have been awesome. I thought that would have been perfect. I mean, ah, uh, yeah. Jordan Love is too valuable though to pass up. <laughs> you got to take him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I mean, I probably would have tried to get him for like like if I'm Bulkama, I probably would have tried to give him a third. But like if I really like Mims, and DeYoung is demanding that second, like fine, right? Like like you said, yeah. 2024 is far away. Mims hasn't played like at all. But like you know if gosh, I I can't believe I'm saying this after how good he is. But if he gets cut, you know, in the off season or something, he gets picked up by somebody else. He could I turn mean, into something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Down the road, whether it's with the Jets or someone else, but so yeah, like both sides, it's fine with this. So yeah, that's fine. So all right, we the, can get to the juicy one now. Yeah, right? this is the juicy one, man. It's too bad Eric is not here to break this down with us. <laughs> all right, between Eric and DeYoung, Eric received Chris Godwin and DeAndre Swift. And DeYoung received A.J. Brown, J.K. Dobbins, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2022 second-round pick. Now, a little caveat. I feel like 
I got to say this because of how big the trade is. The first round pick um, that DeYoung received is Clay's, and Clay is a very good team. I, I think it's fine to assume it's going to be a later first round pick. And the yep. second round pick that DeYoung received also this coming year is TJ's. So I, I think that's also a safe bet Yeah. to assume both these picks will be back end, back end of the first and back end of the second. <clears throat> I, I would I'd put money on it. Yep. <clears throat> so that does make a little bit of a difference here. Um, I don't know, Drake. I'm interested to hear what you think because this is just strange because A.J. Brown, uh, he's hurt now. Yep. He didn't get many targets the first few games. J.K. Dobbins is out for the year. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What, what's yeah. your first reaction to this? Or what was your first reaction to this? My first reaction is that DeYoung is playing for next year. Mm. Because he want, he's getting those picks, and he's getting Dobbins, who's out for this season for sure, who we already know is super talented, and we're hoping, hoping he can come back strong next year. And A.J. Brown, who it's his, what, third year in the league or something, I believe? Uh, or second yeah. or third, whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, he's hurt this year, and with Julio there, he didn't see as many targets in the first couple weeks. Um, but, I mean, he's not going to be bad next year. It's like he's, his talent hasn't gone away. You know, like, I just see him as kind of having a slow start to the year. But while Godwin and Swift, they're good now. Um, so I, that's kind of how I see it, is DeYoung trading for talent that's going to be there in the future rather than the talent for now, where Eric has a good young team and he wants to win now. That's kind of how I see this. So I think it's a pretty fair trade. Um, I like If Dobbins and Brown weren't hurt and this trade was done, like if they were both healthy, I'd be shocked at the value just mm-hmm. because of the first and the second added on to it. Um, but yeah, I think overall it's pretty fair considering the injuries right now. Um, I, I just get scared with Chris Godwin because there's so much talent around him that he's going to have some, you know, good solid games. And then he's just going to have games where he just disappears. You mm-hmm. know, like last week he had seven fantasy points, which isn't you know, crushingly terrible, but it's definitely not good. Uh, and then Swift is just on the Lions, and that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I agree. I I was a little surprised to see a first in there, to be honest. Um, just, yeah, you take out that first, I think it's a bit fairer, if, uh, you know. But I de- I think DeYoung might have gotten this kind of the better end of it myself. But yeah, yeah I would say that sentence. it's not it's not by like a ton. But I, I was a little surprised to see a first in there. Again, it's a back end first, but I mean, I think you kind of hit it though. Is that like, um, like Eric wants to win now? I mean, last year he was really down because he had all those picks. Like he sold and he got those picks, and you know he wants to win now. And obviously, J.K. Dobbins isn't doing anything for him this year. And he's got to pay up a little bit, but he gets DeAndre Swift, and he's got that, you know, third running back behind Nick Chubb and Najee, and you know he's also got Javonta Williams and um, Trey Sermon has really disappointed, but he's 
you know, he's had production. So, I mean, this really, to me, puts him as a powerhouse because of his depth now at running back. So, and like Chris Godwin, I I, I agree. Like, it's a little scary because there's just so much, so much firepower there. Um, But he is going to get used and like, it's his number two behind D Hop, so and he's incredibly talented with a great. Oh player. yeah, so yep. it's you know he'll have games where he does score those like two touchdowns, but you know he'll have also have games where he gets five targets. Yep, and so. really with how Jamar Chase has been playing, I mean Chris Godwin is pretty much a flex play for him, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a plug and play for flex, but or, I mean for uh, uh, bye weeks, but. He's going to be a flex play, really. I mean, D-Hop is his, is his wide receiver one, Jamar Chase is wide receiver two, and Chris Godwin is in his flex is kind of how I see it. So, yeah, Who's I, the, his next man up for his uh, wide receiver room, though? It doesn't look like he has a ton of great options it, behind him. It gets pretty thin. Um, but those are a great three. They are a great three, but, yeah, it does get pretty thin. I mean, Brian Edwards is just... He's had a few spots where it's been good. Um, Nelson Aguilar, he's, I think he's starting to get used more. Nelson Aguilar is. Um, sure. I think he'd be a fine guy to plug in. But, yeah, it, it does get pretty pretty thin. So, um, I don't know. I wonder, like, just the more I think about it, like with ETN and Dobbins going down, like this just kind of makes it feel a little better after those injuries for him because those two injuries – Really, like, he's still a contender, but it took him out of that elite tier. And, I mean, he even alluded to that in our rankings episode right before the season. So, yeah, I think this, to me, puts him back in the conversation as, you know, high-end contender. I'm not sure if his team is quite as good as, like, TJ's and Clay's, but um, he's right up there, you know. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. So, looking forward to it. You know, oh. he gets he-, he gets healthier. Yep. Uh, you know, excited to play him next week. Yep. But we'll talk more about that later. I'm guessing. Oh gosh! All right. So, yeah, let's look at week four. There wasn't wasn't a lot to look at. Oh, there was a ton to look at. It was uh, awesome. Well, yeah, for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, had my that first first loss of my upset picks. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, Tyree Kill went absolutely bananas. 11, good. 11 for 186 and 3. That last touchdown blew me away. Did you, yeah. did you see that last touchdown? It was oh, such yeah. a garbage time touchdown. Yep. It was great. Of course, it didn't help that uh, Dykstra at all. That Chark went down, you know, like a couple snaps into Thursday night. Yeah. So it's just a wasted spot. And that sucks. Yep. Yeah, that's really sad. But, yeah, for you, I mean, it's super annoying that, like, for your competitors like myself, um, that lo- Lockett disappears and Terry Kill just goes off. <laughs> yeah. He I felt really bad about all that. Yeah, tight, you know, lock it go, you know, not playing great. Oh yeah. 186 and 3 from Tyreek. Oh yeah. That felt good. Oof. Yeah. 
Gotta love me some Tyreek Hill, baby. Yeah, something like that. Good lord. Offer me some trades. Let's see how much. See how, how the how high the price is. <laughs> yeah, right. He the will entire first round draft class for the next two years. <laughs> oh gosh. Good lord, Drake. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know anything. I, go, stand I was in, I, I was kind of shocked that you know Ryan Laser Dude's team only scored sixty four after having such a good first three weeks, and he just really really wet the bed this week. You know. That's kind of what I that stood out to me, you know. Well, Mixon did get hurt in the game, um, but was, I mean, still yeah. had thirteen points. But and Mike it Williams, was, that was yeah, a, that was rough. Yeah, Brady not throwing a touchdown, rough. Yep. And then Tunyon two catches for eight yards, brutal. Yeah, Tunyon is you like know. not involved at all. No, he's not touchdown Tunyon this year. No. And then his flex scoring him combined like four points, both flexes. Ugh. Yeah, that's uh that doesn't feel good. Although Marv have started Ronald Jones. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Although Marvin Jones should get more work now with DJ Chark on the IR. Um, yes, he should. But it's not gonna like completely change the landscape of his team. Um Unfortunately, like he's got to start playing Dalton Schultz instead of Robert Tunyon, which feels weird to say. But Tunyon yeah. is just not really involved that much in Green Bay's offense. It's it's weird how you know how much he was used last year in the red zone and like scoring touchdowns compared to this year. But I mean, that's all he did last year is catch touchdowns. So yeah, I guess he's leveling out. I don't know. We'll see what the rest of the season holds. But yep. Weird times. Yeah, I would say, like, I mean, Eric's team underperformed a little bit. Not, like, crazy. Um, A little bit. Um, It also just looks like that when you look at Clay's 130. Like, just Clay is just a great team. Um, Yeah, he's back. Clay's back, everybody. Yes, he's back. (laughs) Two bad weeks, and now he's just fine again. Yeah, he's crushing it. He'll he'll be totally fine. No more pity for him. Let's let's all go back and you know try to beat him again. Yeah, who's pitying him? Screw that crap. Yeah, come on, Eric. Eighty-eight points. Yeah, yeah. Lord. Come on, man. <laughs> he he didn't even play Cordell Patterson, and he went nuts. So yeah. That, Just think if he would have played Cordell Patterson instead of Alvin Kamara. Scary. I mean, oh, he would have hit a buck fifty just like you did. So. Yep. And. There's one last thing I want to talk about week four, Noah. Um, and it's you putting up 52 points. And that puts you below Nathan in the standings. Can I get your I reaction know. to that? Uh, self-loathing. A lot of self-loathing. <laughs> uh, drinking. Yeah, drinking. Uh. It was just such a bad week. Like, I am in six leagues and I went one for six. It just... Oof. It wasn't good. Well, I haven't checked best ball yet, to be honest. It's crazy that I was losing. It's amazing that you're in six leagues and you lost six games and won one. That's amazing. <sighs> one and five. You know what I mean? Good yeah. lord. <laughs> well, it looks like right. Eckler got me close to Eric in best ball. But anyway, it was just, <sighs> yeah, yeah, bad not, week. Not good times. Yeah, not good times. But but we can lead that into uh, talking about week five. 
Um, I can. Should we talk directly about the matchup of the week? Because I have a great matchup of the week. Don't do it. Oh, it's going to be incredible. I'm super pumped about this matchup. Okay, go for it. It's you versus Nathan. Yeah. I'm so game. excited. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, good Lord. If it's I... going to be fascinating. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose. I just, like, I just, no, I'm going to win. I'm hey. going to win. You're at a record right now for you with win percentage at 96. I know. I've never been so high. Has I, he set his lineup yet? I don't think he set his lineup yet. Who can he? Let's uh, see. <laughs> no, he set his lineup. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because every week we're like, oh, Nathan has such a bad projected score, but every week he outperforms his projection. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, Nathan's actually putting up some okay numbers for what we think his team is going to look like. I know, and I've been underperforming. It's crazy. Like, Which is amazing because my projections aren't that great to begin with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Noah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to have to patch some holes in my wall. <laughs> this weekend if I lose to freaking Volkoma. Uh, well, other than that, I, I really like the matchups for this week, actually. Like, just kind of overall as a whole. I think there's, like, a lot of interesting spots this week. Yeah, like, they're solid. They're solid. Like, me and, me and Eric, like, sure, I'm 4-0 and he's 2-2, two and two, but he has a good team still. Like, I don't really, you know, at this early in the year, I don't really care about the records. You know, Eric has a good team. Could be a really close matchup. Also interesting, I think I'll go with my matchup here. I'm gonna say Laser Dude and DeYoung. Oh yeah. Because these are two teams like kinda on the fringe. Like they're okay. They're solid. DeYoung has a lot of talent. Um, but that trade he made kind of made it look like he might be selling. But yeah, I mean he might be trying to just do both. I don't know. What do you think? Like well, I, I, I love it that right now DeYoung, according to Sleeper, has scored more points than Clay. Like, as wow. a whole this year. He's at 451 and Clay's at 442. Yeah, but like weeks like, one and two for Clay, you just throw out. That's true. Throw. But I mean, he's, it's a good, like, he has a strong team and he's just kind of un- underperformed this year. So, and. Some could argue Ryan has overperformed this year at two and two. Like, it could be really close. Kinda yeah. Interested to see if DeYoung can kind of get back on that playoff track, um, and see if Ryan's the real deal right now for this year. Oh, and Ryan does have Dalton Schultz in as tight end, which makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, he's rostered four quarterbacks. What kind of monster would do that? Interesting. Mm, that's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> You're such a turd. All right. If you can still consider Big Ben a quarterback at this point, which is kind of up up in the air. So yeah, it's really bad, dude. It is. He's not it's good. It's so bad. It's it's going downhill quickly. Yeah. Like it's unfortunate. <laughs> how soon before he's like, this is my last year. 2021 is my last season because it's just, it's not good, man. No. 
It's really uh, he just falls so so hard and so fast. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Uh, oh well. So your matchup of the week is me and Volkama. You're sticking with that? Sure. I'm I'm just excited to see how that plays out. But I do think me and Eric could be also really close too. I'll say like that's my fun look is you and Nathan. And then like the one I'm really excited for to see, you know, what happens is me and Eric. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with Laser Dude and Young. So Cool. All right, do we wanna jump over to best ball real quick? I mean, should we do the upset of the week first? Oh yeah. God, I forgot upset. <laughs> Too sad about losing last time. Oh, it's okay, buddy. Oh, hold on. All right, who's your upset? I think I'm gonna go with G Money. Okay, okay. G Money over Zach Viss. Explain yourself. I I got a feeling. I just oh. got a feeling that. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I mean, Viss has Tannehill starting at Jacksonville, which, I mean, could be to be fair, Jacksonville's a juicy matchup. Um, but I, I'm just not pumped about all of his matchups this week. I see that, you know, Stefan Diggs is playing Kansas City, which is usually a blowout, but the weather's not supposed to be that great. It might be lower scoring than we think it would be. Um, and I, I just got a feeling that G-Money's going to go to town, you know? You know, Deontay Harris is playing Houston. Hello. Yes, please. So I just think G Money's going to have a great week. I think he's going to pop off. I think he's going to surprise Viss. Okay. Interesting. What about you? I am going to go with Jay Cozier. Okay. TG's got to lose somewhere in here. Um, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> um,. You know, Jay Cozier's team can be sneaky. You know, he he can score a buck forty or he can score sixty points. It just you never know on any given week. So I think he's got some pretty good matchups, you know, uh this coming week and you know, TJ has a few tough ones. So yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see. I would love if it was close coming into the Sunday night game. Because yeah. It'll be Mahomes versus Allen in that game. Uh, hopefully, that'll just be a shootout, and it'll come down to that. Um, TJ will still have Jonathan Taylor on Monday night, but still, I just I think that'd be awesome. So we'll see what kind of start Jay Cozier gets out of Chris Carson come Thursday night, which I'm terrified for that game. But so yeah, yeah I'm scared of that, about that game too. Oh, I think Chris Carson didn't even practice today. Oh, that's good. good yeah. So that could be a big problem for Jay Kosher if he doesn't play Thursday. Do you do you say Jay Kosher? Like yeah. like an SH? It's kosher. How is it kosher? It's kosier. Whatever you it's say, boss. K O S I O R, I think. See, you're going off memory because right now it's FF Executionist again. Yeah, which is so. a dumb name. Hey now, you can't don't mock our teammates. Why would teammates. it be Jay Kosher? I don't know. Like it's kosher. More kosher that way. <sighs> oh my gosh. Hey, right. and his team names are like tides. They rise and fall. Wow. I've done my research since last last podcast. I know all about tides now. <laughs> Gotta show off my knowledge. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like that was pretty simple. I I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect to have to explain what was going on there. Uh, but best ball, anything <laughs> stick out to you? Um, Clay is also be- really good in best ball. Yeah, stupid Clay. Screw you, Clay. You suck. <laughs> I like that Eric lost a point this week. That was cool. Yep. So, yay, me, yay him. Didn't like that I keep losing. Don't enjoy that. No, you don't like that? No, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Hey. Don't think my team's good. Yeah. It's Clay, Eric, and DeYoung at the top. So... At least TJ's not at the top. Like, if it was TJ and Clay at the top again, I'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah, TJ's two and six. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> uh. Uh, ben Roethlisberger yeah. was his highest scoring quarterback. Was he really? <laughs> what an idiot. Well, Ooh, who is his quarterback? His other quarterbacks are Cam Newton and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, kind That's of a rough a, Yeah. Oh, and Tom Brady. He has Tom Brady. Oh, yes. Tim Brady. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why that's funny, but it is. Oh, man. Uh, I think I have Damian Williams on my team. Cool. I think. think. You do have Damian Williams on your team. Yeah. Suck it, nerds. And Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Good for you. He was your second highest scoring quarterback. <laughs> Get bent. <laughs> so, did you watch the Monday night game? Or no, I didn't watch the Monday night game. Do you I was... watch the Monday night games at all, ever? I try. I was playing slow pitch last night. I played for like four hours. Give me a break. Okay. So, how does that mean you can't watch the game? Have you ever played a sport outside before? Yes. I spend more time outside than you. Have you been able to watch a football game while playing a sport outside? No, I hit record and I watch it when I get home. Oh, yeah, I don't have time for that. I'd much rather what sleep. Do you mean you, what do you mean you don't have time for that? Well, when am I going to sit down and watch a football game just by myself? Whenever you want, you don't have kids. <laughs> That's true. But see, you, I, I get... when I called you like half an hour ago, you, I woke you up from a nap. Don't tell me you don't have time. I'm not going to rewatch a game where I already know what happened. I already see the scores and stuff. It's like, eh, I know what players popped off. I know Eckler's incredible. I'm not going to sit down and watch it again. You don't like go and watch the highlights or anything? You I know, watch the highlights, but I haven't got around to it yet. Since you said you wanted to be on the podcast today and you know that we talk about the Monday Night Football game... Yeah, who played no. again? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you seriously not know who played? <laughs> I know who played. I'm just giving you guff. Who played? The Chargers and the Raiders. Okay. I'm not an animal. Well. I, I pay attention. I just don't watch as much. I mean, you don't really pay attention. Hey. You kind of do, but. I mostly pay attention. You got to see the Hunter Renfro play, man. It was wonderful. Wonderful. I will, I will look it up as soon as we're done recording. He, uh. He was on punt return duty, and he noticed. Yeah, he was the punt returner, but he noticed that one of the Chargers guys, one of the like wideouts, was not covered, and so he thought, "Uh oh, if they do a fake punt, 
they're going to get it because that guy's wide open. So he started sprinting over there, sure enough. They recognized it, did a fake punt, threw it to him, and Hunter Renfro popped him <laughs> at the perfect time. Like, he hit the guy, like, one yard before the first down line, and he hit the guy, like, right as he was catching the ball. So, like, the ball popped out. It was a great hit. You know, you could hear it on the broadcast. Like, it was just heads-up play, hard hit by a little white dude. I love those plays. It was great. Can we talk about – this happened, I think, two weeks ago at this point, but when Arizona played Jacksonville, and that guy from Jacksonville returned a – like a field goal 109 yards yeah jamal agnew yeah that was incredible that was bizarre and the announcer's call on that was probably my favorite call i've ever heard he was like losing his voice he was yelling so loud well yeah that's that's gus johnson and he does college football he mostly just does college football but this year he's doing nfl i can't remember if he was doing it last year or not but anyway he's notorious for that like he just absolutely loses his mind on those that, plays. So that man was into it. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee when we're done podcasting, if you want, you go on YouTube and look up Gus, jo- Gus Johnson calls. Cause there are plenty of them. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. The whole you paying attention thing. I already forgot his name. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I'm just joshing you. I'll watch some Gus Johnson plays next week. Gus Johnson. Oh, him? So Thursday night. Let's talk about Thursday night football since you don't watch Monday night football and you're a turd. But it doesn't matter because Josh Jacobs didn't look good, and I love him, and I don't like it when he doesn't look good. So whatever. Um, Neither did Derek Carr. Neither did Derek Carr. Well, actually, he was fine. He just didn't do much. He looks like Derek Carr. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. So Thursday night football, TNF. Very, very excited for Thursday night football. I am terrified. I am also terrified, but I'm excited because I'm actually going to watch this game because it's the Seahawks playing. You know I'm going to set my time aside for the Seahawks. You don't. You don't watch Thursday night football. Well, not when I uh, when I can. I watch it. What do you mean when you can? What do you have going on? I'm so confused about this. Well, like I got work and then I. You know, the game guy. comes on after work. Yeah, I sometimes work well, well past five. Yeah, but the game comes on at five thirty your time. Yeah, five twenty. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> even if you start watching the game at six, you're still seeing most of the game. That's true, but like, see, I have the unique problem where my wife really doesn't like football, and if it's not the Seahawks, she does not tolerate me watching football. Oh, so okay. I either have to watch football or get yelled at by my wife. It's wow. kind of a, not a great situation for me. Wow. Throwing your wife under the bus. Yeah, you heard it that here first. Is a she rook- doesn't listen to this podcast, so what's she going to do? <laughs> oh, I have her, t- no, I, I have her number. Her. <laughs> oh, good. I'm going to get mean, hit when I, she comes Don't <laughs> Don't throw your wife under the bus. That's a rookie mistake. You hate to see it. Yeah, so. choo-choo. Get out of the way. <laughs> wow. No, I, I'm, yeah, it's, it's more about just kind of choosing to spend time with her uh, instead of s- spending time kind of indulging my yeah. football obsession. So that's kind I of the know. choice I have to make. You're a good husband. You're doing a good job. I'm okay. <laughs> Luckily, my wife loves football, so not a problem in my household. We watch most games together. I'm a little jealous. So anything else you want to chat about? 
We didn't really talk about the Thursday night football game. All we said is we're nervous. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm nervous because the Seahawks defense looks really, really bad. Yeah, they just, they look lost. They look yeah. lost. It's, um, it's, it's infuriating because they have a lot of talent, but they don't know how to put it together. And the cornerbacks are really bad. They're not good. Really bad. So here's the thing. The Seahawks used to have Jermaine Effetti, and yep. he drove me absolutely insane. My wife can tell you I hated Jermaine Effetti <laughs> with terrible. a passion. He was actually a pretty good run blocker, <clears throat> but pass protection, he was awful. And he always, always committed a penalty at the worst time. Yeah. Worst it was time. Like, ooh. Third and two with three minutes left in the game when we're driving. Time to do a false start. Yeah, and he, like, on a holding call, he'd always be confused. And you watch the replay, it's like clear holding call. Like, he's dragging the guy down. Like, it's not even close. It's like, why are you confused, you inbred? And, like, now he's with the Bears. That's fine. But my point in saying all this is now I say that Trey Flowers is the new Jermaine Effetti for me. Trey, Trey Flowers is the cornerback for the Seahawks. And he has had some good moments. He's like a longer, lankier kid. Um, I feel like I can call these guys kids now because I'm a dad. And you're old. Yeah, exactly. Losing my <laughs> hair, all that stuff. And so, like, it just it it drove me insane in the Minnesota game. This is a perfect example. He stays like 10, 15 yards off the ball. And then what do smart receivers like Thielen and Jefferson do? They do little stuff at the seven yard level they get it and then their speed gets them across the first down and every time trey flowers claps his hand like ah crap Uh, miss that one i'll get the next one though (sighs) it drives me nuts drake it drives me nuts yeah and the rams have those like speedier separation type specialist guys in cooper cup cooper cup (laughs) Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, like... Uh, Tutu Atwell. Stop. Has Tutu, <laughs> has Tutu Atwell had a target this year? I'm curious. No, he hasn't. <laughs> They're using Van Jefferson a lot. A lot more than I thought. Yeah, he's but, more of a deep threat in my mind, right? Yeah, and like they kind of used Josh Reynolds like that last year. Like There were times where he was like streamable kind of... And they liked yeah. him, and I didn't even realize he was in Tennessee until the first week of the season. So I, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they're using him like that. So, mm. but yeah, I'm hella nervous, and I just the Seahawks offense. I just I don't understand. It's like the first few weeks they were kind of balling out, uh, and then like they just have these times when they just revert back to just only running the ball, and then when they do throw it, it has to be thirty plus yards downfield. Yeah, like, you it's know, I, I frustrating just, to watch. I don't understand. So, and like, I they, think the Seahawks are a very streaky team, and I really hope they get their really inconsistent and bad playing streak out of the way in the first half of the season. Yeah. Instead of like how they did it last year, where the first half they were crazy good, and the last half they looked bad. Yeah. So, we'll see what Seahawks team shows up on Thursday. I'm excited to watch it. So. Yeah. Yay. All right. Anything else before we wrap this up? Childhood memories since it's just us. No, I think uh, uh, I got nothing else on my brain at the moment. What comes to mind when I think of our childhood? 
I remember one time we shared a bedroom, unfortunately, throughout our childhood. Yep. Yep. The mess was clearly your fault in there. But 50 50. We had bunk beds and you were always on the top. I was always on the bottom. And I remember one time you woke me up in the middle of the night and you said, Hey, Noah. And I said, Yeah. What's going on, buddy? And you always kept a glass of water by your bed. (laughs) And you just took the water (laughs) and you. Dumped it right on my face. Uh, you just I dumped a that. full glass of water on my face yep. and then went right back to sleep. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was just in the middle of your sleep. You weren't even fully conscious. And I'm sitting there soaking wet like, what the hell just happened? It's like two in the morning. Uh, <sighs> see, the funny part about that was is uh, I was fully awake when that happened. I was like, I wonder how mad if you'd be after <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah. And he was mad. <laughs> 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 what would consume you to do something like that? Good lord! I thought it was funny. <sighs> and look yep. at us laughing about it already. Yep, laughing about it already. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, classic. Good times. Yep. Anything you can think of? I mean, nothing worth saying. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that you can say. You want to? Oh, bat- I can say a lot. You I can wanna, say all types of stuff. You want to bash but... your wife anymore? I mean, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I could try bashing your wife. <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. No, I mean, she's not afraid to hit me. Yeah, it doesn't matter she's that also, she stays away from you. It doesn't she's matter. She's not afraid of texting people over here to hit me. Yeah, oh, she'll let Catherine know, and Catherine will deal out punishment for yeah. sure. So It's crazy. But, I mean... In her defense, I usually deserve it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Alrighty, brother. Cool. That's it for today. No abuse today at all. It's great. We'll do another Little Bros podcast again. See ya. Later. Later.